Hello, I'm here with Darcy Lama today in our interview. Darcy and I go way back. We met through a mutual friend. Back when the book Pause came out in 2017, I found myself sitting with her at lunch in a restaurant in Madison, right outside of Madison, Wisconsin, where she lives and where I was doing a talk. And in those early days, we bonded immediately. We both had been put in touch because we knew the power of pausing. And in this podcast, Darcy talks about her core three-pronged strategy, pause, think, act. She has so much more good stuff to offer us here, including a pause where she leads us and guides us through how that power of silence can be really empowering and really her overall strategy with leaders she's worked with leaders across the globe who are working on building their strategies for being more empowered and more successful through her book thoughtfully fit and her business and coaching practice thoughtfully fit so without further ado let's hear from darcy thanks for being here Hi, I'm Rachel O'Mara. I'm the host of the PauseCast. I'm also the author of Pause, Harnessing the Life-Changing Power of Giving Yourself a Break, as well as a private coach for men and women who are struggling with how to get out of overwhelm and reclaim their lives. The PauseCast is dedicated to helping individuals learn the tools and be more self-aware that we can all be more capable of to live our best life, to reach our potential. Whether this is your first time listening or you're a regular, I invite you to download my free gift to you, which is a blueprint called The Three Keys to Stay Out of Overwhelm and Thrive. The blueprint is available at my website, www.rachelomera.com. Get it today so you can start to implement these tools that we can all learn. And that's what the podcast is all about. Welcome. So Darcy, I've, uh, I'm so excited to have you here. You and I go way back when we met in Madison when I was there for a, a call, a talk, I guess, at the Green Bank, way, way time long ago. And I know you probably could introduce yourself way more than, better than me, but I'll, I'll give you a little brief intro. And then would you lo- like to lead us in a pause? I'd love that. Yeah, awesome. So Darcy, you mentioned you're based out of Madison now, but you are a master coach. You now have a book out there called Thoughtfully Fit. It just came out in June. I'm excited to get that, get to talk to you about that. And you have a whole team and an organization to really help leaders with their with with who are struggling with their challenges and even you know whatever the organization is and, and help them literally become more thoughtfully fit, which I love that word. I know you're also a triathlete. You're a woman after my own heart, doing a lot uh, of things. And so uh, yeah, and you've been doing this for decades. So there's no question that you are an expert. And uh, I'm just so honored that you're here and you have so much to share. So with that, I will ask you, yes, please, 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 please lead us in a pause that you are probably excited to, uh, to share in your own way. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Rachel. I want to invite anybody who's watching right now or watching the recording. Um, to just imagine that you are exactly where you need to be, exactly where you want to be. 
and that you've made a choice to tune in to this amazing Pause Friday. And I'm going to tee this up to invite you to engage your core. And in the thoughtfully fit model, the core is how you can handle yourself intentionally and thoughtfully in any situation. So just like if you are physically fit and you have a strong core, every movement is easier and you're less likely to get injured. It doesn't matter if you're going cross-country skiing or playing around a basketball or just wanting to uh, take the stairs instead of the elevator. Your core is essential for everything. In the same way, Thoughtfully Fit has a core. And when you can build your core, every conversation is easier. Your relationships are easier. Your life is easier. Not because there isn't adversity, conflict, hurdles to overcome, but it will feel easier because you handle yourself thoughtfully. Just like if you're physically fit, doing a marathon, the marathon is the same 26.2 miles, the same hills, but if you're fit and have a strong core, it feels easier. So what I'm going to invite you to do today are three steps with me to engage your core. And the first step is to pause, to, to hit the pause button right now and be completely centered and focused and grounded in this moment right here. And so if you are kind of have it on in the background and you're multitasking, you're checking your email, you're making your lunch to give yourself the gift of a pause. And then step two is to think. And in the second step, when you're building your core, the think is all about where you ask yourself thoughtful, thoughtful questions. What do I wanna get out of this time right now with Rachel and Darcy? How do I wanna show up? What would it look like if I was fully present to this experience in this moment? And then step three is to act. And you act with intention based on the new awareness you have from pausing and thinking. And so at this moment, make your decision to act, whatever that might be to set down everything, to get your notebook, to take notes, to close your eyes, to meditate, to be fully present. However, you wanna use this time and gift that you've given yourself of hitting the pause button to be here with, with those of us kindred sisters who love <laughs> personal development and professional growth and the ability to try to live a thoughtful, intentional life. This is the core of the model. Three simple steps, pause, think, and act. And just like if you're going to train and practice to be physically fit, 
you can use these three simple steps, not only right now, right here in this moment with us, but multiple times today, this weekend, you're not going to build your physical core by doing 20 sit-ups once this month. You're going to build it by being consistent and by training in the same way. When you leave here and you go drive to the grocery store to pick up your groceries, somebody cuts you off instead of reacting on autopilot in a moment of anger and frustration, pause, take a breath and think. How do I want to show up right now? Do I really want to give away my energy to be angry at this person? And then act. And maybe you just send them some, some goodwill and, oh, go ahead. It looks like you're in a rush. And you just give them positive energy instead of spiraling and flipping them off and <laughs> doing those things that just kind of happen when you go on autopilot and go unconscious. That's the power of being thoughtfully fit. It's handling yourself thoughtfully in every, every interaction. The more you practice those three steps, the easier it'll be when you're caught off guard and you're blindsided or you have conflict and you have moments where hitting the pause button, mm, it's maybe a bit of a heavier lift. It's an honor to be here with you today, Rachel. Wow. Oh my God. Thank you so much. Ah, just breathing into that space of intention that you set and how, how powerful it can be. And I'm curious if you're watching this now or watching the replay, just type in whatever in the chat you're feeling or what came up for you as you're just in this space or, you know, knowing there's intention. And I love the PTA, the pause, think, act model. I, I feel the depth of the silence too. And I was noticing that you had given us this gift of the stillness when you just sat there and didn't say anything and how uncomfortable that is I noticed I wanted to jump in I didn't know if that was it and I just waited I was like I'm just gonna gonna hold off I think she knows what she's doing she's gonna tell us something and I just think that's so interesting because that's our, I think that's the discomfort that I know I have and what I think many people have, no matter what, is that discomfort of stillness. And that is where we get the answers. Like that is your pause, right? The, 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 the awareness of what's happening. And that's what we, I think, that's what I feel like is, needs the courage to, to get through or to just sit in and not have to fidget or not have to pick up the pen or to pick up the phone or whatever it is, it's, that's right, right in front of you, probably. So I just want to thank you for presencing that and just modeling it so well. And it's interesting that you went right to stillness, Rachel, because the thoughtfully fit model is, is based off of thousands of hours of coaching individuals. And it walks through the top six hurdles that get in the way of being high performing. The number one hurdle is a lack of stillness. The number one hurdle of all the, yeah, of all the clients that I work with, this is thousands of hours of coaching. It was years of development and research where I started to notice that every person that came into a coaching session, whether they were a stay-at-home mom or an executive or a manager, it doesn't matter what their title was, that they all had similar challenges, similar hurdles. And so as I started to categorize like the different, different players, 
different details, different flavor, but the essence was the same. And what resulted after a couple of years of research was the model and that there were six hurdles. And the number one hurdle that clients bring in to coaching is an inability to quiet the mind. There's so much to do, they can't even think. And that aligns with the practice of stillness. And stillness is quieting the mind. It doesn't necessarily mean you have to have a quiet body or a still body, right? I find stillness sometimes in the uh, most profound way when I'm out for a run or when I'm chopping my vegetables or when I'm on a bike ride. So your, your body doesn't need to be still, but creating that space to quiet your mind can create the stillness and you're right. It's so magical. It's so powerful. Mm-hmm. Right. And then we try to do everything, but be still. That's yeah. the irony of it. You know? And I feel like you and I have, have definitely learned that and are trying to create that for support as a system for others. And, and so tell us in the book, so Thoughtfully Fit has come out. It's a couple months new. You're your newborn here, uh, there's some, like you mentioned, there's these six, six, uh, practices or practices. Yeah. Can you share a little bit about like what that is and how it is this book? And I love the whole analogy to the physical fitness as a rower, as, as a, someone who's like my whole life was sports essentially until I found the stillness until I found there was more to then just doing and doing. <laughs> Cause that doesn't work all the time either. It doesn't. And, and the fact, novel, yeah, yeah, and the fact you just mentioned you're a rower, so I just need to share with your with your guests if it's okay that yeah. Rachel was just a guest on my Thoughtfully Fit Thursday uh, video, and the week before yesterday, and the week before, I had an Olympic rower, uh, Maddie Wen- uh, Watermaker, who went to the Olympics in Tokyo. So, um, just amazing that you're you plugged in. You're plugged you, into yeah. like the most masochistic sport on the earth other than triathlete Ironman. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) Yeah. So the, the model that stillness is the first practice and it's, you have to practice and it aligns with the hurdle of there's so much to do. I can't even think the, the other two internal practices and the, 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 the other two internal hurdles where clients come into coaching, where, where they get stuck and where they, uh, what gets in the way of them being high performing The second one is, I don't always handle myself the way I'd like. And that correlates with the thoughtfully fit practice of strength. Strength is about being able to consciously choose how you show up in any moment. Even if you're triggered, frustrated, angry, you know, you arrive late to a meeting because of traffic. And instead of spewing all this negativity, like, oh, traffic was so bad, blah, blah. And all the people sitting there just feel this wet blanket. Strength is being able to consciously choose to show up and to self-manage and, and to bring in, you know, grace and presence and patience in that, in that moment. And then the third internal obstacle where we get in our own way, clients would come into coaching sessions saying, I feel stuck. They're stuck in a, in a job that they don't love, stuck in a marriage that's no longer fulfilling, stuck in a place in their life. And that aligns with the practice and thoughtfully fit of endurance. And that's about being able to overcome obstacles. It's, it's about being able to embrace a growth mindset, to get unstuck, to get to the other side. Let's hear from Siva Meditation, which I believe really helps all of us become 
better practitioners of attention training, whether we're looking to cultivate more stillness, strength, or endurance. Ziva Meditation is our sponsor for this podcast episode. My meditation teacher and author, Emily Fletcher, created the Ziva Meditations Care Center. It's full of powerful tools to help you go from worrier to warrior. It's a great way to get started and get to know how meditation can serve you. Her 15-day course, Ziva Online, is something you may want to look into at some point in what I've also taken. Inside the Ziva Self-Care Center are literally thousands of resources for you, including visualization, weekly recordings of her calls, global meditations, bodywork, guest experts, and tools for kids and parents. And the best part is it's all free. To get started, head over to tinyurl.com slash pause slash Ziva Self-Care. That's tinyurl.com slash pause, P-A-U-S-E dash Ziva Self-Care. All one word, Ziva Self-Care. Now let's return to our guest. And then there are three external hurdles where uh, the challenges are with other people, not just with ourselves. So the first external hurdle is, I'd be fine if only you were different. (laughs) So clients would come into coaching saying, Darcy, uh, if only my boss would just give me clear instructions. If only my spouse would smile when we wake up instead of like giving me a to-do list, if only somebody else would change, then I could be happy. And that aligns with the practice of flexibility. And and flexibility is being able to stretch to accept others just as they are. And and instead of spending all this energy being angry that we, they aren't the way we think they should be, or spending energy trying to get them to change to be the way we think they should be. And then the, the other two external hurdles. So Uh, I have relationships that don't work. So clients come into coaching complaining about a relationship with with a neighbor, with a co-chair of a committee they volunteer. Some relationship doesn't work. And they're finding that, you know, maybe they're over-functioning. Maybe they're the the one that's always giving in and saying, oh, it's not a problem. I'll just let them have their way. And, And in the short term, that works. But in the long term, when that relationship is out of balance, it doesn't work. So that aligns with the practice of balance, which is about being able to find the win-win and to achieve alignment in every relationship. And then the final hurdle that gets in the way of being high-performing is clients will come in and say, oh, I don't handle myself the way I'd like when I'm blindsided. So you're caught off guard. Somebody you know, attacks you in a meeting. And instead of pausing to think before acting, you get triggered. They attack you, you attack back. They attack you, you stonewall. They attack you, you cry. Whatever it is that your default is. And that's agility. And agility is being able to respond effectively instead of reacting on autopilot. Mm, So good. Wow. So much is there. And I know that you wrote a whole book and it sounds like years and years of your research and coaching and experience. I can't control the other person. I can't make them smile. I can't make them not attack me in that board meeting. What do I control right now? I control how I respond. And if you can, in those moments of your life, keep engaging your core, pause and think. And in the think, 
ask yourself, what are my choices and what do I control? And then act thoughtfully. So good. That's like, yeah, just one of my biggest mantras myself is like, like choosing to respond and then that's personal responsibility. And you're you're like, yeah, a big fan of all of that. So choicing, we can, we have the ability and the empowerment to do so. And so we can all choose. how We We can can all choose. Absolutely. And if anybody's interested in knowing there, if you go to thoughtfullyfit.com, I've got a quiz. It's a two or three minute quiz. You can take it and find out which of those six hurdles is your biggest. And then what are some strategies to overcome that hurdle? Exactly. Like what do you do right now to be able to be thoughtfully fit to overcome that hurdle? Your, your website, darcylama.com, right? That's correct. We got to see each other more often. I know we I agree. back to back, but let's hang out more. I enjoy everything you share and I just appreciate your, your candor, your truth, your visibility, and just, you know, your clarity on what you offer all of us. So thank you so much. Thank Thank you, Rachel. Great to be with you. Thanks for listening today to the pause cast. If you haven't already, please subscribe so that you don't miss a show. And if you haven't already, please rate us, leave your review. We would love to hear from you and help us get the word out. If you know of anyone who you think might benefit from the tools or discussions that you've found helpful, then invite them to join us. Share the podcast with those who you think might find this useful to become more self-aware. Remember, sharing is caring. I'll see you next time on the podcast.